28 Tishrei, Chaf Ches Tishrei, Tzadik, His Life, 30, 133. During Pesach, prior to the Rebbe's departure from Medvedevka, on his journey to the Holy Land, he was heard to say that he wanted to go to the Holy Land in order to fulfill all 613 commandments there. He wanted to combine all the commandments which apply only in the Holy Land with all the commandments which also apply in the Diaspora, to bind them together and fulfill them on the spiritual level. Then afterward, he would be able to fulfill them properly on the material level. The Rebbe discussed this idea at length, and there were a number of incidents in this connection, or so I understand from people who have spoken to me about it. However, I myself was not there, which is why I have not been able to give any details. I have only been able to record a tiny fraction of all that the Rebbe said. He said that another reason for his journey to the Holy Land was that previously, whenever he needed anything from his grandfather, Rabbi Nachman Haridenker, he used to send the sainted Rabbi Shaya of Yanov, who was buried in Smela. Now he was unable to send him. He was therefore going to the Holy Land in order to speak with his grandfather and establish a means of always being able to find out anything he needed to learn from him. Judging by remarks the Rebbe made, he had many, many reasons for his journey to the Holy Land, quite besides the secret motives which he did not reveal at all. No matter what the Rebbe did, he never had only one reason for doing it. There were always innumerable reasons for whatever he did, all of them utterly profound and exalted, this was especially so in the case of his journey to the Holy Land, for which he showed the utmost degree of self-sacrifice. 31.134 I heard from someone else that before his journey to the Holy Land, the Rebbe said his reason for wishing to go there was to attain higher wisdom. For there are two levels of wisdom, the higher and the lower. Lower wisdom he already had, but he still needed to attain higher wisdom, and that was why he was going to the Holy Land. He was later heard to say that as soon as he walked four paces in the Holy Land, he was worthy of attaining everything he had wanted in going to the Holy Land. I myself heard from him personally about the tremendous joy he experienced the moment he set foot on the soil of the Holy Land. Everything he had yearned for was fulfilled. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Pilgrimage 9. He constantly played a different role. For example, one day they asked him if he was a Kohen. He answered that he was. The next day, they suddenly asked him if he was a Yisrael. He again answered that he was. They asked him, Yesterday you said you were a Kohen. How can you now tell us that you are a Yisrael? He answered, Kohen is the attribute of mercy. Tikkune Zohar number 30. Yisrael is another attribute. Thank God, I have both attributes. They stormed at him. It is obvious that you are one of the oppressors. You are using tricks, trying to hide it. They began to hate him bitterly, hurling every possible insult at him. For many days they cursed him in every way imaginable. One of the pair was especially ugly in his words toward the Rebbe. But the Rebbe began to reach out to them. He told them, I cannot tell you the reason for my journey, for my heart has not even revealed it to my mouth. Kohelet Rava 12.10, Tikkuni Zohar number 21, 50a. Yet, how good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity, 
Psalms 133.1, even if they do not know one another's true intention. They replied, If you tell us your reasons, you will certainly receive great good. The Rebbe answered, I do not need any good from you, and no matter what happens, I will not tell you my reasons, but if you wish, you can obtain much good from me. They said to him, The way you speak, one would think that you are a famous tzaddik, such as Rabbi Baruch, Rabbi Shalom, or Rabbi Nachman. They speak in these mysterious ways, but we are pretty sure that you are not one of them. We know what your business is. You're going to cause trouble for the great tzaddik Rabbi Avraham. The Aleph Bet Book A Widower A. 1. A person whose wife died should recite daily the chapter of the guilt offering, Leviticus chapter 7, verses 1 to 7, until he remarries. B. 1. People do not listen to someone who speaks falsely. Lying also causes a person to be widowed from a number of wives, God forbid. 2. When a man's wife dies, it is like losing one of his bones. But this is not so for the tzaddik when his wife dies, as hinted by the word alman, widower, whose letters stand for achat mehena lo nishbara. Not one of them, the bones, was broken. Psalms 34.21 The Land of Israel B. 1. By settling in the land of Israel, a person gains insight into God's providence over the world. 2. A person draws from the holiness of the land of Israel in accordance with the original insights that he finds in the Torah. Kitzur Likutei Moharan 1, Lesson number 12, A Song of Praise of David, Psalms 145.1 1. The reason why most of the learned individuals oppose the tzaddikim is because the former study the oral law, namely the Talmud and codes, with great haughtiness. Consequently, the oral law, so-called because it was transmitted by mouth, empowers their mouths to speak arrogant words proudly and contemptuously against the righteous. See Psalms 31.19 The true tzaddikim, however, elevate and rectify all their evil words and restructure the letters of those same words into laws. Precisely through this, the tzaddikim cause great delights to ascend to God. 2. Those who study Torah with ulterior motives, especially the oral law, that is, the Talmud and codes, which they study with ulterior motives, are induced to speak arrogantly against the true tzaddikim. This is the reason behind the learned individual's opposition to the true tzaddikim. 3. When those learned individuals who oppose the tzaddikim attack and speak evil against the tzaddik, they simultaneously hate and pursue the tzaddik in the upper world, namely, the tzaddik who originated the Torah teachings that the tzaddik in this lower world is now studying. The main source of the attacker's power is the fact that he is learned in the Talmud and Codes, which is the oral law, but one who studies without understanding, da'at, but rather to show off and to argue, is worse than a carcass, Vayikra Rabbah 1.15. When the oral law, which is the divine presence, comes into the learned individual's mouth, it is termed the exile of the divine presence. A Torah scholar like this is a Jewish demon. He does not see the truth, and he becomes an enemy and an opponent of the true tzaddik. Rabbi Nachman's stories, the king and the emperor, they return to their own country. 
When the people saw them coming, they were very happy. It had been a long time since the king's son had left, and they did not know where he was. The elderly king had already died before they came. Then the populace saw that the king's son was not there. Where is our king? they asked. The royal ministers told them the whole story about how the king's son had died, and how they had accepted a new king who was now arriving with them. The people were very happy that the ministers had brought them a new king. The king, that is, the emperor's daughter, who was now the king, ordered that an announcement be made throughout each and every country that every foreigner, visitor, fugitive, and exile must come to his wedding. No one should dare absent himself, and they would receive great gifts. Restore my soul. Lekuti Halachot. 5. The whole purpose of a fall is often to prepare the way for a spiritual climb. The intention is to give you a jolt in order that you marshal all your strength and focus your entire consciousness on serving God. For the essence of the service of God is to find new life and new strength every moment of the day. Lakuti Halachot, Tefillin, 522. 6. Most people have a profoundly mistaken concept of the very nature of their own existence. They do not understand that the soul they have been given is drawn from the holiest source. They find it unthinkable that they themselves might ever really return to God and lead a life that is truly righteous and honest. You can hear this regularly as soon as people start talking about a particular individual who is noteworthy for his piety. For a moment, there is a stirring in their own hearts, and they too yearn to return to God. That is the nature of the people of Israel, to be filled with yearning to return and come closer to God. But no sooner do these people feel this stirring than they immediately stop short. Well, of course, I can hardly compare myself to such a person. He was born that way. It's part of his makeup. It's as if to say that all that the tzaddikim have achieved came only from the innate holiness of their souls, inherited from earlier generations. The fact of the matter is that all the achievements of all the tzaddikim came about solely through hard work and effort in God's service over a period of years and years, solely because of their determination, steadfastness, prayers, and entreaties where they granted their spiritual heights. Rebbe Nussin's Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 18, With God's Help, Tuesday, Kedoshim, 5586, Breslov. Life, Blessing, and a Return to Health. Peace and all good. To my good friend Rebbe Naftali, may his light shine. May God give you many years of life and well-being. May everything be good. May you excel in Torah and attain greatness until the coming of Shiloh. Amen. May it be His will. I received your letter just now, and, as you know, my love for you is so overwhelming that without hesitation I rushed to write back. How my heart goes out to you. What pain I feel for you. My brother, my dear friend, oh, my brother, you have broken my heart. How I rejoiced as over great riches when I heard reports that you were regaining your strength. Now that joy has been tainted. You tell me of your suffering and how the pain has returned. May God cure you quickly. I hope to God that he will once again take pity on you and that he will heal you and pardon you as a father does his son. May he send you his help from his holy place and may he support you from Zion. May he soon send you a complete recovery. May he restore you to health, return you your strength, and grant you success in all your endeavors, with wealth, honor, life, and all good, 
so that you may achieve true and eternal success. All else is meaningless. A person has gained nothing for all of his labor if it does not contribute to what is true and everlasting. I implore you, my dear brother, my dear beloved friend, remember all we have heard and seen from the mouth of the Elder of Elders, for there is enough in his words to inspire yourself at all times, good and, God forbid, bad. Whether you are going up or going down, any time, on any level, no matter who, from the tallest cedar in Lebanon to the moss which grows on the wall, that is, even those on the lowest of spiritual levels, everyone can draw vitality from these holy words if he studies them closely and genuinely seeks the truth. Reb Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 247 Even though it is some time since I have written you about this idea, it is nonetheless clear truth. Thank God, we have plenty to be happy about, no matter what, no matter what. And this is the key, always to be mindful of the marvelous kindness that God did for us when He brought us near the place that He did, so that all the groaning and sighing will turn into happiness and joy. For in spite of everything, I know about a teaching such as this, which explains the underlying reason why things go against the person's will, i.e. out of order. Look at this. Has such a thing ever been heard, to give such a Torah teaching on these words, out of order, a thing which every person experiences? There is no one besides the Rebbe who can give a Torah lesson about it, especially such a wondrous lesson. For this lesson rises up to the infinite heights and descends infinitely low to raise up those people who are at the ten crowns of impurity, the lowest possible point. God's compassion has reached them too in this generation to rouse, awaken, support, sustain, rejuvenate, and cure them, to give them life and bring them to joy. No matter how you are, you are still no worse than they are, God forbid, God forbid. And you have an additional quality to endear you, my dear son, that you know about all this, and so very much more. Ashrenu, how fortunate we are, how fortunate are our ears, our eyes, and our hearts, that we saw, heard, and understood all this. We still have hope for every true eternal good in this world and the next, forever. The words of your father, writing hurriedly before my afternoon nap, which I particularly need on Sundays. My mind is very distracted right now, but nonetheless, it was by the hand of God that I wrote you these words now, which I had not even thought of writing at first. Your desire is an arousal from below, so that through God's compassion, these words of truth which also encouraged me tremendously now, were written, Praise to the living God, the words of one waiting for salvation, Nassan of Breslov. Greetings to all our comrades with a great love. Shemot HaTzadikim, Avimi Baravahu, Avimi Mehagrunya, Avimi Mebechuzai, Avimi Achuha Debar Efa, Rabbi Avimi Barchama, Avimi Niyutai, Avimi Barpapi, Avimi Bar Rabbi Avimi Bartuvi, Avimi Dimin Chavraya, Mevaker Bisha. Rabbi Avin Barhuna, Rabbi Avin Dimin Nishikaya, Avin Barchista, Rabbi Avin Nagra, Rabbi Avin Barshmuel, Avin Tsipora'a, Avin Rama'a Bemitzvot, Rabbi Avin Beravada, Rabbi Avin or Rabbi Avahu Ben Zutarta, Rabbi Avin Bar Rav Nachman, Rabbi Avin Halevi, Rabbi Avin Barchia, Rabbi Avin Bar Kahana, Rabbi Avin Bar Bisna, 
Rabbi Avin Bereder Rabbi Tanchum Berev Terifin Rabbi Avin Barihi Avin Bar Binyamin Rabbi Avin that is Ravin Stama that is Rabbi Bun of the Yerushalmi Ravin Bar Chinena Ravin Sava Ravin Dinarsh Ravin Chasida Ravin Bar Mamal Ravin Bar Abba that is Rabbi Avin Bar Shiva Ravin Berav Acha Rabbi Nassim's prayers one prayer number fourteen. And so too, Hashem our God, and God of our fathers, help me labor in your holy Torah constantly, day and night, in holiness and purity. Let my Torah study arouse the very roots of the souls of Israel, which stem from the primordial thought of God. All the Jewish souls are rooted in the letters of the holy Torah. Hashem, let my labor in the Torah so radiate that my Torah study will arouse the roots of the souls of Israel until they shine to one another and even the souls of the wicked and the sinners will shine, inspiring them to repent and come back to you. Through the shining of the souls, create and give birth to the souls of converts, and let those who are distant come and convert. Let them acknowledge the power of your kingship, until the whole world will genuinely serve you. I may be very lowly and far from studying Torah with such holiness that I can arouse the souls of others to repent. Even so, loving God, take pity on me and help me study Torah in such a way that I unite myself with the soul of the true tzaddik of this generation who does learn Torah with this degree of holiness. Let the tzaddik's Torah teachings so inspire me that my soul will radiate at its very root in the primordial thought of the Holy One, blessed is He, together with the other holy souls of the children of Israel, your people. Shine light to me from the root of my soul until I come back to you in genuine teshuva. Please, Hashem, I am in such pain. Redeem me. Have pity on my poor wounded soul, which has been snatched and ground down as if between the teeth of a lion. I am full of sin. I am far from you in every way. When will I think about my destiny and prepare provisions for my journey, like all the pious, God-fearing Jews who have gone before me, in all the generations. What will I do on the day of judgment? Where will I take my great shame? How will I hide myself away? What will I do when God will arise? When He recalls my deeds, what will I answer Him? You have already informed us through your holy sages that you overlook nothing in the world to come. You pay each person according to his ways and the fruits of his deeds. Your love and forgiveness are mainly for the people who genuinely repent in this world. You pardon them for all their sins, even if they rebelled against you greatly. You made this known to your servant Moses, as it is written, He will cleanse, he will not cleanse. Our sages explain this to mean, He will cleanse those who repent, he will not cleanse those who do not repent. I therefore throw myself down and prostrate myself before the radiance of your holiness. Kind, loving God, who is good to the wicked and the righteous, who waits for the sinner, longing for him to be acquitted. Take pity on me, and help me come to complete teshuva in this world. Let me repair all the damage I have done before I leave this world. From now on, help me abandon my bad ways, and release me from the evil and confused thoughts that are holding me back from the path of justice and goodness. Let me banish the thoughts that caused me to go wrong and become distanced from you. Rise, and help me purify and sanctify my mind. Let me bind my thoughts to you truthfully and sincerely from now on and forever. Please, Hashem, take pity on my soul. 
Order all the filthy garments in which I have clothed my soul through my sins to be removed. These filthy garments created by my sins are the biggest obstacles to my repentance, preventing me from following your pathways of goodness and holiness. Hashem, you know what a tremendous struggle it is for me to try to strip myself of these garments. My power of endurance has tottered. I cannot endure the bitter struggle I have to suffer before I can break through the walls of iron separating me from holiness. I have sinned so much that these filthy garments are very many. You alone know how far I am from you as a result. Stir your love and compassion for me, and have mercy on my nefesh, my ruach, and my neshama. Command your holy angels to take off these sullied garments and clothe me in garments of splendor, so as to remove all the obstacles and barriers of iron that prevent me from sanctifying myself, making it impossible for me to carry out any holy task in the proper way. Take away all these barriers and obstacles. Let me repent sincerely and from now on be a person who genuinely turns from evil and does only what is good in your eyes.